0: Hi, welcome to The Average Mama. This podcast is a weekly exploration of different themes, guided by my own experiences as a new mum. Thank you for joining me for the first episode of The Average Mama. My name is Sarah, and I am a new mum to a three-month-old baby. This week, I would like to share with you my thoughts exploring the idea of being brave big bravery, but rather what we might call little bravery, everyday bravery, maybe even average bravery. How are you being brave in your life? What does being brave mean to you? Are there any areas of your life you wish you were being braver? A few weeks back, I made a resolve to be braver in expressing my most honest version of myself. In particular, I'm hoping to encourage my most funny, unreserved, genuine self. At some point in the last five years, I experienced a crash in my self-confidence. In contrast with the reckless abandon of my early 20s, I realized that I had swung to the other extreme and was experiencing a lot of self-doubt in my own ability to say, well, anything worthwhile. I would be very critical of what I had to say in social settings and at work. As a result, I was holding myself back, sometimes to the point where I wouldn't say anything at all. While some self-questioning is always healthy, I realised a complete lack of faith in my own opinion is definitely not healthy. I wanted to reconnect with my most spirited self. I reminded myself that, actually, I can be crass and funny and silly when I like. Instead of being afraid of judgement, I am reminding myself to be brave. So, I started practising speaking from my heart. In, of course, possibly the most awkward way available to me, by reaching out to high school comrades and old colleagues on Facebook, people who I'm sure were perfectly happy not to hear from me ever. Some responded, some didn't, and I'm sure each of them found it a bit weird, but I'm glad I went out of my comfort zone and reached out in what was, to me, a meaningful way. To encourage myself in my resolve to speak my own truth, I have a little token A necklace with a charm for the throat chakra. This is the chakra for self, soul expression, communication, confidence and willpower. From the lovely note which accompanied my necklace, the function of the throat chakra is to give us the ability to communicate in a true sense. It also fulfills the function of self-expression and the ability to speak our own real truth. Its essence is faith. Faith in our fears or faith in the divine. The choice is yours. I'm of course wearing it at the moment while I record this podcast and I really like wearing this charm as a daily and physical reminder to be brave in expressing my most honest self. I would love to acknowledge the lovely designers I purchased this necklace from. They are violet grey and are based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. They make gorgeous and meaningful jewellery and I love how bold they are in representing themselves. They're also running a fantastic competition at the moment in which you can win return flights to the Gold Coast from anywhere in the world and spend 24 hours with them doing all sorts of wonderful things, including creating your own ring and bracelet. I have a link to this competition in the description for this podcast, and all the details can be found there. My disclaimer here is that if you use this particular link, you will also provide me with a couple of extra entries too. Another source of inspiration I have found is the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. I won't go go into this one so much as I haven't finished reading it, mostly because I keep rereading the little bits I have read. It's just so rich and juicy and gives you so much to ponder that I can really do it no justice, so I suggest you just go and check it out. Um, My friend who recommended it to me describes it as life-changing, and I know she would not do so lightly. I was talking to my sister the other day, And um, I asked her what her thoughts were on bravery, and I was stunned when she described an experience almost identical to my own. Um, So, this is her talking through some of her experiences and her response to it.
1: Good interactions need to be, you know, two personalities meeting in the middle, and like the beautiful thing that happens when they come together. But I was overcorrecting and letting um, and completely like erasing myself. So that I was just there as, like, a receptacle to listen to other people and support other people. And, yeah, it's only, like, the last half a year or a few months or something that I've been going, oh, well, maybe I need to find some middle ground there and not censor myself. And, sure, respond to situations, but also not dim myself too much. And the the bravery thing, I think, is being yourself or saying what you want to do regardless of, uh, well, haters, or just societal norms, or pressures, or whatever, and, which is a hard thing to do, because we turn into who we are through, like, social conditioning, you know, people approve of, or don't approve of, and therefore reaffirm um, our behaviours, you know, we tell a joke, no one laughs, we don't tell it again, and that is sub- it's not just when we're kids, that these societal um, responses influence us our whole lives, and so when people when we get the sort of um, disapproving responses from people it 's really hard to to not be affected by that and to go, "No, this is how I want to do it. this is me." so I think it 's brave to firstly it 's hard to know how you want to be without being affected by that, and it 's also brave to 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 be. Once you've decided how you want to be, to be like that or to, or to do what feels natural for you when you are not getting approval.
0: A couple of days after having this conversation with my sister, I read a post on Humans of New York about a girl who described her own situation. And once again, I was just struck by the similarities. I'll, I'll read you her words. I lost some of my mojo. I don't know how it happened. I had mojo in college. I had Mojo in grad school. I was studying real estate development at NYU, so I remember feeling like there was nothing I couldn't do. I felt so powerful. Back then, somebody asked me how much money I thought I could make, and I remember saying 40 million. But something's changed. Life beat me up a little bit, and these days I'm wondering if I have what it takes to put together a single deal. I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but somewhere along the way, all my confidence got replaced by questions. Are you smart enough? Do you have enough resources? Who are you fooling? There was a time when I believed that I could do anything. Now I believe anybody who tells me that I'm not qualified for a job opening. But I'm going to start changing the narrative. I'm taking this as a sign from the universe that I've got to get my mojo back. And this just blew me away. But what I found particularly fascinating about this particular post was the comments. I've noticed that usually comments of on humans of New York posts are supportive telling the person they can get through this crisis that they're not a bad person that everyone's got a story all that sort of thing but this particular post the overwhelming response for people was oh my goodness me too this is how I feel and I just found that really really powerful what is it about this particular experience that is so common is it something that we go through, is it a cycle? Does everyone face it? And perhaps we face it in different ways and we describe it in different ways. And at this point, where I am now, we just go, oh my goodness, where did I go? Where has my character gone? I think it's at this point that we each dig deep and in our own way, encourage ourselves to be brave again. And maybe we will hurtle too far back in the other direction in the great yo-yo of life, but I'm looking forward to finding out what happens next. For me, I'm continuing to remind myself that what I have to say is worthwhile, and I'm seeking to represent myself as honestly and openly as possible. I'm still questioning myself even when I catch up with my most loved friends. I worry at it. Did I talk too much about myself just now? I didn't ask her how her dad is going, and why would I say that thing I said? So, I think a little part of it is being kinder to myself as well. But Little at a time, I'm confident I will eventually find my voice that I am most comfortable with. I've voiced some of my self-doubts recently to my good friend, including who am I to make a podcast and half a dozen other things i had been considering. Her response, inspired by Marianne Williamson, I found to be absolutely motivating, and I hope you do too, and I will leave you with her words. Who are you not to explore all these different things? You owe it to yourself to explore what makes your heart sing, and you also owe it to the world to try. I'm Sarah, and you've been listening to The Average Mama.